The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. And this is the Ashholes. Totally unfiltered cigar radio on your device. Hi, everybody. I'm Stu Fink, your studio announcer. And here's the host of the Ashholes, Pastor Padron Dan the Man. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Ashholes, broadcast as usual, live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. Wait a minute. It, it, it already is. We're doubling up. We're doubling up. That's how we roll. We take it quite literally. Okay? We're always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. Today, like I've already kind of hinted, it's Ash Wednesday. Yeah. It's yeah. also Valentine's Day. Yeah, whatever. Go yeah. figure. <laughs> this, is, this is the first time that Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day have fallen on the same day since 1945. Eh, it doesn't seem that long ago. It, it does to me. Yeah. It doesn't to that, you? Yeah, 1945 it, is not that old to you? Coincidences. I mean, if it was like every 200 years, I'd be more well, impressed. Still, but that's, that's an awful long time. Yeah, I mean, it's more than your lifetime. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot longer than my lifetime. There's plenty of stuff that's out of my lifetime. <laughs> not, not as much for you, but you know. Well, oh, thanks. <laughs> well, today we are smoking uh, the Perdomo Habano Bourbon Barrel Aged Sun Grown Epicure. That's a mm-hmm. mouthful. That is a mouthful. But uh, it is a, a beautiful, beautiful cigar. One of my uh, favorites, actually, by. Perdomo. Same here. Yeah. And um, it is a fantastic cigar. The wrapper of this cigar is uh, barrel aged. It's it, it aged for 10 months in bourbon barrels before it is applied to the cigar. It is a 6 by 54 and uh, it is a Nicaraguan binder. Uh, the wrapper is a Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper and the filler is also Nicaragua. Condega, four-year aged Condega. Jalapa, five-year aged and Esteli aged six years. So there is a lot of age in this cigar and um, it is just a Beautiful, beautiful cigar. Medium bodied, um, uh, very creamy, um, cedar, spice, sweetness, some leather tasting stuff going on. Mm. What are you picking up? I yep. know leather is not your thing. What yeah, you, yeah, I'm not into leather. Um, no. Even on Valentine's Day. Even no. on Valentine's no, Day? No, just not. No, no leather no. for you no on Valentine's thing. Day? Um, <laughs> yeah. Getting a nice, like, spice. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of a, a, a steak rub. Mm. So it's got some of the peppers in there mm-hmm. and, and even some of the red pepper that you, you get in a nice steak rub. Uh, and a little bit of sweetness, almost like a, a caramel kind of sweetness, which is probably mm. from the bourbon barrel. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, a very light sweetness. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's 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 uh, and also a very light spice. It's it's not heavy. On yeah, the yeah. It's very well <laughs> blended, very well balanced. It comes off as very smooth mm-hmm. up front. The retro is great. It's this light spiciness that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. It's there's some pepper to it. Yep. But, but it's not. It's, a, it's, it's not, not a painful. You don't feel the pain, tingle. Yeah. Anything. It's not a painful pepper. It's not a real strong black pepper. Red. Um, maybe some. Uh, there's some cedar in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just such a great kind of medium spice that's very very balanced. It's not. In your face, yeah, but really, it's really like a fair amount of, of complexity just in the in the flavors that are in there itself. Yeah, very true, very true. Um, so now it is Valentine's Day. Uh, what what are your plans for Valentine's Day? Oh well, I, I try. I like to do things very traditionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to be tortured and then beheaded for defying <laughs> the emperor. So that's my plan. That's your plan. That's what Valentine's well, Day is all about, right? Best Thanks. luck to you. <laughs> uh, here's hoping you don't lose your head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, with it being Valentine's Day, I wore I wore uh, this shirt here for the for the wife. You, you can see that. Mm-hmm. Yep, that that's for you, Mandy. 
You just saw it. everybody else's wife. Yep. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's what women love is when that's you just put down that. every other woman but them. Yep. That's their yep. favorite thing. That's, that's why they don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> well, ironically, this week's uh, Pastor Padron, Thou Shalt Not, is, uh, you know, especially if you are in a, you know, I've been married for 27 years, mm-hmm. so I can't get out of Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, I'm stuck. Uh, Pastor Padron's Thou Shalt Not is Thou Shalt Not Be Unprepared for Valentine's Day. Unfortunately... I did not think I had to be prepared today because my wife, she teaches a, a, a class Wednesday nights. Oh, you thought you were getting tonight, off? <laughs> tonight, tonight was uh, one of these classes. She wasn't going to be home, didn't have to worry about it. And she called me just before the show and said that uh, her class was uh, canceled for tonight. And so she's going to be panic, home. Panic. And what all do of I do? a sudden so it's like, shirt. oh, now it's Valentine's Day and, I, and she's going to be home and I have to have something so... Now I'm in it. So I'm learning my lesson. Always be prepared for Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, just in general, be prepared for everything. That's, yeah. that's my philosophy is be prepared for everything. <laughs> now, it, you know, like we, we said at the beginning of the show, it's also Ash Wednesday. Yeah. That's and I find, I find it ironic that these days are occurring on the same day of the year. So Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent, when you, you know, if you're a Christian, you give something up for the next 40 days up until Easter. So it's all about fasting, giving up things. And then you have Valentine's Day, which is all about indulgence, chocolate, romance, going for everything all the way down to the hilt. And both are occurring on the same day. It's like this confusing, what do you, what do, you do? Hmm. What See, do, you I, do? I've given up Lent for the last 35 years. <laughs> so that's, that's how I get around it. Now, how, how do you justify giving? You're a Christian. How do you justify giving? Yeah, but not, all, not every denomination follows Lent. I, that was Fall, never something I... It, it pushes Lent, but every, yeah. every denomination I know acknowledges Not really, Lent. no. No, really? Yeah, no, no. no. It's, it, it wasn't part of what I was growing up with or anything. It's, it's Nothing? That's always been like, oh, oh, if you're Catholic, okay, that's what Lent well, is. Well, Catholic, Catholics but no, are not, not every stream is, is into it. Now, I, I will admit that, that uh, you know, I used to, you know, when I was, uh, had finished going through seminary, because this Pastor Padron thing, the pastor is actually legit, okay, um, <clears throat> I was between uh, churches at the time, and I was working for a, a company, uh, you know, and, you know, doing a desk job, and I'm, I watched this guy come by my cubicle, and he's got this smudge on his forehead. Yeah, you and I'm like, spot, buddy. I'm like, you know, what's up with that? That's, you know, he must have, you know. And then another person comes by, and a different kind of smudge, but in the same spot. I'm like, did both these people hit the same door <laughs> or whatnot? And then it struck me, oh, it's Ash Wednesday. And I'm like, ugh. I just graduated seminary. <laughs> I didn't know what Ash Wednesday was. So, you know, now this year, you know, I knew about it because it's a, it happens to be the well, day now, that we... How did you miss anything now with social media? I mean... Well, that's true. It's there, there's, to, a, there's, a, there's a truth You even that. know the obscure holidays just because people post stupid <laughs> stuff about it. So. It's like, oh, today's Valentine's Day. I have no mm-hmm. idea. It's, like mm-hmm. it's been on everybody's feed for weeks. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So what have you uh, been up to the last uh, week? Hmm. I actually I went to a wine tasting on Saturday, and it was it actually made me think of this cigar specifically. Really? Uh, so I'm glad we're smoking it now mm. because there was a couple of wines that were bourbon barrel aged, which really? was kind of interesting. The one was a Chardonnay, another mm-hmm. one I think was a Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cab didn't really you can really taste the difference so much with mm-hmm. the the bourbon barrel age, but the uh, Chardonnay actually was significantly different, so it was hmm. you know there was a lot of wines we were tasting. That is very interesting. But it, it made me crave this because it was like oh that's that sweetness. I actually bought a bottle because it was so unique. Right, so. right. Oh, cool. That was nice. Well, you know, um, we were supposed to. The original plan had been to do the uh, uh, La Volcada mm-hmm. by uh, La Flor Dominicana today, but. Um, <laughs> they're unavailable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even e- you know, we yeah. we talked to the uh, to to Lafleur themselves. They didn't have any in their warehouse to send us, yep. so we just had to punt. We'll do that at and, another. And time. you know what? If there there's that few of them out there right now, it doesn't make sense for us to smoke it anyways because it's, the idea is we want people smoking along Correct. with us. Correct. So if we're not finding it, they're not going to find yeah. it. So and if there's a cigar that's, that's available just about everywhere, it's Perdomo. Yes, Perdomo if you can't find a Perdomo, you're not looking. Yeah, yeah, and I would you know it's. 
it's interesting that you bring up the whole wine tasting. This is a cigar that would go great with like a red wine to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah because it's got that creaminess. Yeah. Uh, it's not too you know it doesn't have this pepper bite to right. it. Even though there were some pepper notes. Uh, you'd probably that, pick up more flavors if you had a, a red wine. Even, yeah, I don't know not, that I'd go white. Not necessarily a white wine, no. No. There's I don't really, think I can't imagine, there's not many cigars that go well with a white wine. No. May, I mean, some of the, some Connecticut shade wrappers, Maybe. but it's, it's tough to find. Yeah. Because white is very, you know. as soon as As soon as you started talking about it, it just, it just hit me. This would go fantastic with a nice cab or Shiraz or something. Shiraz, yeah, I'm not a big Shiraz fan. No, I'm, I'm I a Merlot. Like I, 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 Merlot. My go-to is Merlot. Yeah, uh, but it's not as popular nowadays. It seems no, it's like not, it's, but I it's like not Merlot. a big. But it, yeah, it's been my go-to forever. Any particular country? Uh, not or really. Just no, yeah, just whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, th- and that's the thing with like you know because I I first started my whole tasting journey with mm-hmm. with wines and mm-hmm. it was like I was that's always right. wanting something new. So it was like I'd have all these bottles open at once because I. I you know, I don't want to just keep drinking the same wine. Right. And so when I switched to cigars, it's like, oh, this makes a lot more sense because I could just pick up another cigar mm-hmm. and, you know, change the taste profile that I'm t- getting and not spending a million dollars. Although you could probably get a lot of bottles of wine for the same price as a cigar. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your cigars as you're talking. The burn is really, really nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, this. with Perdomo's, it's like the ash is going to hold for like an inch and a half at least. Yeah. And if you try to knock it off before that, it's just going to laugh at you. <laughs> it's, they're just construction's always top, top, yeah. you know, for razor, razor thin burn line, nice, you know, gray ash on there. The draw is fantastic. Um, I don't have a whole lot of problems, you know, with with Perdomo, you know, as far as draws go. Yeah, never had a draw like issue. That. I've never had any issue with a Perdomo really? whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, very consistent cigar. I like it very, very much. And I, one of the, my favorite things about particularly this line of cigars, the Bourbon Barrel Aged line, the Habano Bourbon, Ar- mm-hmm. Habano Bourbon Barrel Aged, say that five times fast, is the band. The, the bands are amazing. The bands looking. on this are just so fantastic. They look almost metallic. Yeah, they got some great shine. You all know, of them. It's just this. It just and there's a foot band that goes on the cigar, uh, right there. Um, just really, really gorgeous presentation. Which he is does a great job with that. I mean, great for them because they, you can spot it. You know, you see yep. somebody smoking one across the room, you know it's a Perdomo yeah. because of that band. Right, right. It just uh, uh, everything. So everything about the cigar. I really, really enjoy. This is great oily sheen to it too. Um, no real soft spots on this bad boy. And the price points are great too. I yeah, mean, it's like they're not they're not going to break the bank on a Perdomo. It's no, like I don't think anything in this line is over ten dollars. Yeah, before taxes. Before taxes. Yeah, for those If you live outside of New Hampshire or you live in Canada, well, if you live in Canada, you're paying like thirty bucks for this. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a fantastic cigar for the price. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, really good. Are you picking up any different kind of notes? Uh, the spice is picking up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, creaminess is kind of backing down. Um, but other than that, nothing significant, no significant <coughs> change. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm, I'm, it's, it's the same uh, stuff. I'm not really getting a whole lot. of Now, I'm only an inch into it. I'm yeah. not really expecting it to have changed all that much. But uh, that spice has really ramped up. Uh, that cedar to me is it's a sweet cedar is, mm, is yeah. kind of what I'm getting on the, on the yeah, finish it, it, to me it, it kind of tastes more caramely caramely it's a, but it's not like a, a sweet sweet caramel no it's just that that so you're tasting caramel I'm tasting cedar yeah, yeah it's probably the bourbon <laughs> it's probably the burden <laughs> bourbon 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 all right um, since it is Lent uh, our top five this week is going to focus around Lent. Shall we do the top five? Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. Uh, every year, for the last number of years, there has been a particular guy who started tracking what people give up for Lent. Okay. And um, 
uh, this year's tracking is is going on and it will go on for the next few days. Mm -hmm. So nothing's complete yet. So I'm going well, by last year's. People year's won't last a few days. Huh? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's like let's, resolutions. Let's be honest. Okay. So we're going to use 2017's list. Okay. Okay. And uh, the original list name, here. I'm guessing I could name three of them off the list, but what, then I'm what are three? I'm going to guess sweets as one. Sweets, yes. Uh, okay. Alcohol and social media. It seems to be a growing trend. Yes, so I'm guessing yes, those yes. Are on there. Okay, those. Yep. Uh, Maybe at least at least two. two. Okay. Two are in the top five there. This list uh, tracks the top hundred, and some of these things are really, really weird. <laughs> well, okay. It's like if it's that weird, you shouldn't have been doing it at the beginning. Of it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Like, before we get rid of the women's shoes, before we get to the top five, okay. we'll, we'll do some honorable <laughs> mentions, shall we? Uh, this is, again, it's last year's list here. And uh, number 47 on the list of things they were going to give up for Lent virginity. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're doing it wrong, buddy. Number 47 <laughs> was virginity. Uh, number 52, that was another interesting one, the presidency. <laughs> Give me the presidency. Uh, Clearly, this, this poll was just open to everybody. <laughs> so and, when you ask uh, the Internet, you get yeah. the Internet's response. Now, that was, on the year before, that was on the year before's list as well, and it moved up 82 places. The presidency. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, very interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, one more thing here. Uh, I'm going to give up him. Him? <laughs> him. <laughs> Getting a divorce. Okay. That was number 73. That's what Lent is all about. So some, some stuff there. <laughs> kind of okay. missing the point here. So uh, let's get to the top five. Number five. Number five. Last year, the fifth most given up thing for Lent was chips. 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 Really? Potato chips. Come on. Yep. I'm going to give up potato chips for Lent. I probably, I've gone more than 40 days without eating chips by accident. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. just ridiculous. That's, that's just not. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, well, I'm allergic. It's, it's like somebody who's allergic to peanuts saying, I'm going to give up peanuts. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, okay, well, way yeah. to go. Yeah. Sainted, exactly. coming along your way. Number four, Twitter. Twitter. There we go. So some social Twitter media. was number four. I, see, I've okay. given up for more than forty days. Now, of that, <laughs> of the of the things that were tracked, you know, uh, um, fourteen hundred and sixteen people said that they were going to give up chips. Chips. Twitter doubled that number, two thousand sixty-four. I bet you this was a Twitter poll. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was done through Twitter. Yes. There you go. Number three. Uh -huh. Number three was chocolate. I'm going to give up chocolate for Lent. Okay. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. I could, again, Sweets, do that without, yeah. without thinking about it. Yeah. I had some know. chocolate today. So I did have chocolate today, easily. but I mean, I could, yeah. go with, I could go without chocolate. Without that was roughly the same. 2143, as far as uh, people who said that, tweets have said that. Number two, social networking in general. In general. Okay. In general. Yeah. Social networking was number two. Okay. 2,148 people specifically said they were going to give that up. The number one, the number one thing people gave up last year for Lent was alcohol. Uh-huh. Alcohol. There it is. So I got three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you did good. Interestingly, um, smoking was on this list, but it didn't even get close. Well, I mean, five. maybe 20 years ago, it's <laughs> just not as many people smoke nowadays. Yep. Um, yep. You wouldn't see smoking cigars on there because no, that's ridiculous. No, no one's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think the real number one answer is responding to online polls. <laughs> but you're never going to get that statistic because you're right. not answering right. it. So. Uh, smoking was number 30. Number 30, 30 on yeah. the list. Okay, but I mean, if you're but, if you're smoking cigarettes, I mean, giving it up for forty days is well. You should just give it up for good, <laughs> really. Yeah, it's like I don't think you're just gonna, gonna suffer through for forty days for Lent. Mm. Like, do it for your health. Yeah. Now that this is my you know employment, that would be dumb for me to give up. Cigars. Yeah, giving up yeah. smoking cigars would be rough. Yeah, that that'd be rough. Yeah. When I had my okay. wisdom teeth out last year, it was it was a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> 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 so, and it's not my employment. It's just yes. Now, our social media highlight of the week. This is going to be very interesting. We are going to go over to Twitter. We have a picture to show you here. Okay. And uh, uh, this guy is a regular 
uh, listener to the show, okay, and he is uh, at S1EPHEND. And his uh, name there is Stephen with a PH. Stephen. Stephen. And he listened to the show a couple of weeks ago, and we were doing uh, the uh, La Karim mm-hmm. uh, review. And my Thou Shalt Not that week was Thou Shalt Clean Up After Yourself. Don't Make a Mess. Mm-hmm. Thou Shalt Not Make a Mess. And he did this picture with the cigar we were smoking. And uh, I thought that was awesome. He uh, sent that to me. And so, Steve, you are the highlight of the week. There you go. Our -hmm. first Twitter highlight. Our first Twitter highlight. Much to Aaron's chagrin. Chagrin, yeah. I'm going to get, I'll get back on Twitter. I mean, if if people are listening, they're on there, I can jump on and post ridiculous stuff. Yeah. See if I can help you Trump. There are are a growing (laughs) number of people who, there's a, there's a large cigar contingent of people on Twitter. Hmm. And uh, they are, they post voraciously voracious yes Ooh. yes and a lot of these guys they have their instagram accounts too mm-hmm. but for for some reason they seem to be more chatty on twitter than they are on instagram getting people will respond more on twitter i mean you get to get in a post where you get feedback that's right just, right I, and i'm sure it's so. you know six one half doesn't you know if you get yep. more comfortable posting on one and if you have a lot of followers on it's it's harder to get a <laughs> follower on instagram it seems yeah. Unless it's a business, because like, they follow you. Like that, right? <laughs> it's like every week. It's like, how many? Oh, yeah, another business following me. Yes, yes, yes. How about some real people? But that's very good. Very good stuff. So congratulations, Stephen. You were the first Twitter person to get our highlight of the week. He's probably listening now. Well, now or very whenever cool. he listens to the podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So um, the cigar is not changing all that much for me. But it is very, very enjoyable. Hmm. It's and got a medium finish. Mm-hmm. So you get, you know, it's not quite until the next puff that the flavor lasts, but right. it's, it yeah. carries along. Um, what are some other things that you have smoked this week? Hmm. I actually smoked the um, Garofalo Sun Grown, mm. which is also made in the, made in the Perdomo factory. Uh, it's got some nice spice, some woodiness to it, a little bit of sweetness. Uh, you know, great all-around cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite the same pl- flavor profile as the Perdomo Sun Grown, but uh, it does, like, you can kind of, if you didn't know it was made in the Perdomo factory, you kind of pick up on it if you're okay. very familiar with Perdomo. Mm. So. Yeah, I love the Garofalo cigar. It's yeah. a fantastic uh, stick for the money. Mm-hmm. Um, very consistent. It, it's, it is. It's It's like a, you know, the flavor is not as pronounced on as yeah. it is on yeah, the cigar. Yeah, n- not quite as complex, but it's right. very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. Uh, the burn continues to be great. Um, uh, I'm getting a little bit of a, a break in my... Um, wrapper here, but it's not really affecting the the smoke of the mm-hmm. cigar at all for me. Um, you know, so very very enjoyable yep. stuff. Burn line's great. Yeah, ash dropped off in a big chunk. Um, I got to try a uh, Guardian of the Farm. Oh yes, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. Guardian of the Farm. I t- I tried the uh, JJ version, and that is a collaboration between Casa Fernandez and mm-hmm. Warped. Yep, and uh, uh, it is a I found it to be a very tasty cigar. Mm. It was really, really nice. Some deep, rich, uh, um, uh, how do I describe it? Some, you know, coffee kind of flavors, um, kind of that typical Nicaraguan spice mm-hmm. with it. And it was really, really nice. Very consistent all the way down. Very smooth. Some creaminess to it. I definitely go back and do it again. But uh, yeah, I've heard some great. of the other guys in the shop telling me about it. So yeah, it sounds yeah. like it'll be good. Yeah, check it yeah. out. And, there, and that comes in uh, four different sizes. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that I've seen those on social media for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad they've come in to our neck of the woods. Yep, and they're popping up here and there. I see. <coughs> Yeah. Named after the dogs, right? The dogs. That, that yeah. actually guard the farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that keep out the pests and, yeah. and stuff like that. Are you a dog person or a cat person? I'm more of a dog person. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I have cats at home right oh, now. Oh, gosh. But uh, that is all going to change. My my daughter, Anna, is getting a uh, oh, yep. psychiatric service dog. And um, I'll see if I can uh, get a picture to put up here. That The dog has been 
born now. We've mm-hmm. been waiting for a long time. It's, it's a uh, my daughter struggles a lot with um, she's on the, the autistic spectrum, mm-hmm. the high end of that, and there's a lot of anxiety and and um, antisocial tendencies that go on. Yeah, I've got those too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but you know this is going to be a full-blown service dog not just a mm-hmm. uh, not just a pet not just a pet and not just a you know emotional therapy mm-hmm. animal like we've talked about last week yep. we're going to talk about that a little bit more this week with the uh, actual <laughs> yes. Uh, yes so <laughs> it's going to be good mm-hmm. but um, um, you know i'm thinking that when the dog actually comes to live with us which will be um, in a couple of months a guardian of the farm might be the cigar that I smoke to celebrate. Yeah, that. and I give one to the dog too. See if you know how well trained <laughs> they are. See if he likes it. Uh, yeah, relax. <laughs> All righty then. Well, we're going to go to our break, and when we come back, we're going to look at some viewer mail. We're going to announce the Ashel of the week, and continue our thoughts on the Perdomo Habano Bourbon Barrel Age Sungrown Epicure. We'll be right back. Hang with us. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serena. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional, a flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United 
lighted cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then, into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And the assholes are back. Once again, here's your host, the Emperor of Epicure, Dan Cupid himself. He's going to shoot that arrow you know where. Pastor Patron, Dan the Man. Wow. You know where. That was a mouthful. um, Wow. Well, uh, welcome back to the Ashholes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We are smoking the Perdomo Habano Bourbon Barrel Aged Sun Grown Epicure. And it is just a, a fantastic cigar. The strength on this is ramping up for me. Yep. Yeah, it does and, climb up a little bit. And, um, you know, uh, Aaron has been talking about tasting caramel. I really wasn't tasting it. Now I am. I don't know that that's subliminal or just wanting to agree, but it, now it's... Super liminal because I'm just shouting it into your ear. <laughs> but I do. I feel like I taste the caramel now. And the, the pepper has really ramped up in the retro, too. It's become a more pronounced red pepper to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, some, that underlying spice. Yeah, that underlying spice is still there, but the, like a red pepper is, is more pronounced to me. And I'm getting this uh, richer kind of oaky flavor mm-hmm. to it. And... Um, Cinnamon, a little bit of cinnamon uh, in the retro there. It's really, really nice. Yeah. Yourself? Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, it's it's all in that spice kind of mix. You know, mm-hmm. it reminds me of like a, a mold cider almost. Like, so if you ever get the mulling spices. Right. Uh, you know, you got some cinnamon in that mm-hmm. uh, with cloves and other things. And so it's just reminiscent of that. Not not an exact taste, but no, the, no, that but kind I, of spice mix. That's like, a great, like a that's a great kind of spiciness, that, that kind of complex stuff that's in, that's in a yeah, mulling cider. Spices, yeah. that, that's, um, you know, a great way to kind of summarize what you're what you're tasting here. Um, <clears throat> viewer mail. Um, we're, what we're going to do for viewer mail uh, this week is look at some stuff. I've been, you know, I'm uh, very busy on Twitter, and we're getting some great feedback hmm. uh, through that. And uh, one uh, guy uh, whose name is, uh, at, at least on Twitter, is uh, Nash Rambler, and he's at the... Uh, at NashRambler72. He actually tweeted the Ashles, and he says, I'm a new listener, but I have to suggest you guys drink more often. Hilarious episode. <laughs> hey, referring like to last guy. week, <laughs> referring to last week when we had the the vodka on the show and everything. Oh yeah, with, it always gets a little bit more interesting when it was. It always drinks. gets yes when we're when we're kicking back the cocktails, things things get. If a this little was more a weekend unhinged. show, man, it would get interesting now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weekend or after hours or something <laughs> like that. That could be that could be really good. Um, we also have. Um, uh, uh, listener up in Canada. His name is uh, Rod, and um, his name is uh, Rod uh, Zebliak. Okay. I have no idea how to pronounce his last name, but it's a Z-D. You know who you are. (laughs) I-A-K. 
and uh, he, he started listening, and at one point he texted me, he says he's binge listening now. He's listening to the uh, Nick Melillo episode. Okay, yeah, that was a good on. episode, actually. And um, that was really, really cool. And uh, so, you know, we're glad that uh, people are listening out there. We're uh, growing every month. We seem to be gaining thousands of downloads. And um, if it weren't for people listening, if it weren't for people like you out there who are talking about it, tweeting about it, or Instagramming about it, we wouldn't be anywhere and we wouldn't be doing this so we wouldn't be doing it here we'd probably be doing it in the lounge just yes. talking to nobody yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to each other that's it so <laughs> that's all awesome and uh, we also got a number you know a, a number of comments last week um after the show about the uh specifically about the uh uh 30 seconds with an actual thing mm-hmm. we did with eric and and specifically that last question which was you know who are you going to marry? Who are you going to sleep with? Who are you going to murder? Mm-hmm. And there were some people who felt that that was very uh, uh, chauvinistic and, and uh, alienating of Sisters of the Leaf. I res- Here, here's the thing. I respect them standing up for the Sisters of the Leaf, which yeah. I'm all for that. And if you feel like something's over the line, say it, sure. But I don't agree. Oh, because that's a it's a common game. Men and women play it. So the only thing that would be questionable is if that's not your preferred gender that we're we're listing. It's like, (laughs) all right, that's fine. That's your taste. But there's nothing about the game itself that's chauvinistic. It's it's a very well-known game. I hear women play it much more than men do. That so I, mean, I agree for with. that. That I agree with. It's I don't see that as a big deal. And it's funny, you know, you know, having worked in the corporate world myself, the mo- the the people who were the most liable for sexual harassment suits were women. Hmm. Interesting. And they, uh, not that there weren't men that I've known. Who, because we all know there are men. We all know that there are guys <laughs> who do Just that. pick up the newspaper. But when you, when I compare the the, <laughs> the worst with the worst or mm. the best with the best, <laughs> depending on your point of view of the whole thing, it was the women who were the worst. Yeah. I mean, throughout my career, it's the most, more questionable things come from the women. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to, you know go report you for something. I mean, right. if it was really over the line, then, you know, okay. Mm. But it's like, if you're just being stupid, you know, just yeah. making jokes, whatever. Yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. And that, that I think that's why it's, you know, guys just don't care that much. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, guys do that too. All right. Yeah. So certainly, you know, we didn't mean to offend anybody. Yeah, totally uh, not that's the intent. Not our, that's, that wasn't the intent. It was just to have fun. But um, uh, we hope that there are Sisters of the Leaf listening to the show. And if, and if you are... Um, let us know what you think. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If something offends you, say it. We're not going to, like, slam you for it. We no. might disagree, but we're not going to, like, you know, shut you out and shut you up. That's, That's right. ridiculous. We want our sisters of the leaf on the show. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Ashhole of the week. Okay. And it was Oliver for making that joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It could be. Uh, there has been a question about... Uh, um, you know, there are some people who actually want to be the asshole of the week. That's strange. particularly some <laughs> employees of, of Two Guys Smoke Shop. Oh, well, that could be a range. You know, try, try to do things every week to get on the asshole of the week. And I refuse to, I refuse to do that. I think company people should be just exempt. Well, you got to see them the next day, too. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it a little awkward. <laughs> Uh, well, the ash hole of the week. This is going to be. Th- this is kind of a variation on a theme from last week's okay. uh, thing, and this involves a uh, young lady, uh, Belene uh, Aldecosia, and she was flying home uh, from. She was flying to Florida uh, from her college in Maryland with her emotional support hamster Pebbles. All right. Okay. I'm not going to judge. And she says (laughs) that when she called ahead, she was going to be flying on Spirit Airlines, that they assured her that her emotional support pet, which had been certified by her doctor, could fly with her. But when she got to the airport, she was informed that since the hamster is a rodent, it was not allowed to fly. 
and we talked about this last week, that there were certain exceptions, the emotional support mm-hmm. animal that uh, they didn't have to ever let on, and rodents was one of them. Okay. And they classified her hamster as a rodent. Which, um, it makes sense. I mean, if somebody had an emotional support rat, and it got loose, and, and you that on the planet. And it became kind of a, it became a very big issue. And spirit, the spirit staff said, look, you can go back, you know, take care of the animal. You know, if you're not going to miss the plane, you can either let it go or you can flush it down the toilet. And that's, that's where you went wrong, I think. That's, that's kind of the problem. And with her <laughs> flight boarding at the time that this was going on, she thought the most humane thing she could do you know, she wasn't. She said, "I'm not going to let it go because it might freeze to death. It might get eaten. So the most humane thing for me to do is to flush pebbles down the toilet." So she took yeah. her emotional support hamster and flushed it down the toilet. And now she is considering suing the airline for the emotional trauma that that caused, of basically putting her in a position where she had to flush her support animal down the toilet. Man, if they had not said that it was okay when she called ahead, mm. then I'd be like, eh, all right, you knew it wasn't going to be allowed on. Flushing it, that's, you know, they probably shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> it, the fact that they said it was okay, and then when she got there, it wasn't okay, the, okay, they're, they're liable. That yeah. makes, yeah, that's not cool. So, you know, I, I, am, I am totally torn. I think the airline, and, I mean, how can you take a pet? An emotional support pet. Yeah, or just and, any, really any pet. I mean, and, and kill it. Flush, and, and flush it's it down the a toilet. goldfish. No. You don't flush well, a how hamster do down the toilet. You know, and, and you know, I just can't, if, it w- if you were really that connected to it, why would you part? I'd and, say, and it hey, was, look. it was certified by I'm a doctor, gonna, too. I'm just going to take the next flight, do whatever, but you're not having me kill my animal. It, the fact that she did it kind of gives more evidence that she needed it. <laughs> it's, it's not, people don't always do, you know, follow through with that kind of thing. They'd be like, no, I'm just going to take uh, yeah. another flight. So I'm reading but the story and I'm like, I can't that's believe rough. this. And right after that last week's, you know, episode with the whole Where peacock, ridiculousness, to, which is yeah. ridiculous. I mean, a peacock being an su- emotional support animal. I don't know how it's a peacock like, can it, calm anybody it's down. It's like maybe somewhere, but you were told ahead of time right. that you can't. So, right. but the well, fact that she was told ahead of time on this she in this case that she could that she and then, could. then she could yes that's that's not cool yeah yeah so because they told her that she could and then told her that she couldn't at the time of boarding I'm going to name Spirit Airlines the actual week. Yeah, hopefully she got some kind of documentation that actually said that she could. If she'd emailed right. and they said it, then she'd be right. It was open I mean, and shut case. And, and unlike, unlike before, she did have the paperwork for it. Mm-hmm. This was something that her doctor had signed off on. Although, you know, now I, you know, I'm not a professional here, but a doctor signing off as a hamster being an emotional it's support. Like, it, it sounds unusual, but <laughs> just like, you know, in the oh. field I work in, I've seen some weirder stuff. It's, uh, it's she, like, did she give him 50 it helps, bucks for the note or something? <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know what to do with that. But, um, but Spirit Airlines, I mean, yeah. it's Spirit Airlines. Mm. I mean, they, they don't have a great reputation to begin with. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yeah. I shared this again with my uh, daughter, Anna, <coughs> excuse me, who is getting the um, psychiatric service dog, which mm-hmm. is a huge step up from an emotional support animal. Yep. Emotional support animal. That's more know, general. It's more general. and, and uh, There's no special it, training it necessarily. Doesn't have, a s- emotional support animal does not have rights to go anywhere. Yeah. You you may be given an exception mm-hmm. on a case-by-case Cats and basis. Cats dogs, usually for airplanes. A yeah. service dog or a service animal, you have to let go. Yeah. It's the law. And, you know, that's, that's the kind of dog that, that Anna's going to be getting. And I wanted her take on this. And she was totally traumatized that this girl would ever take flush it and flush it flush it's just <laughs> goodbye pebbles man <laughs> oh my goodness that's just horrible yes so our ash hole of the week what do you think about that Stu? do you have an opinion one way or the other on that i think it's appalling i think aaron's on to something uh whereas there was some documentation but usually when you call into these airlines or any customer service, any reputable customer service uh, representative would 
record a phone call. And most of them mm -hmm. uh, disclaimed that up front and said, you're on a recorded call or this call is being recorded or yep. something of that nature. Mm -hmm. So it seems to me if uh, this person could prove that, that she was told it was acceptable, and I hope at least she got the name of the employee that told her to, to flush it, then yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's then, that's pretty extreme. Then, yeah. then I would I would think she would have a case. I mean, yep. they shouldn't have given options of like, well, if you want to get on the plane, <laughs> let the animal go. It's like, no, just don't get on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what they. They probably have. were giving her the option. Skeptical to of it being a kill it slowly or service. kill it quickly. Which yeah. basically what they. If this they was a service her. hamster, I'd be really impressed. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, well, what's it going to do you for know, you? How do you train a hamster? I, I might suggest that this person, you know, if if obviously, I don't think she was thinking all that clearly. She was yeah. obviously put on the spot and mm -hmm. didn't know what to do and didn't feel like she could miss the plane, and if. And if that kind of interaction, you know, you might want to actually think about getting a service animal. I don't know that you can get a service hamster, but you might want to think about that. It's like, oh, sorry, we don't have a, tip, a uh, ticket for your little brother, so you can either <laughs> let him go or flush him. Uh, <laughs> uh, who hasn't flushed their brother? You know? <laughs> a little swirly in the morning. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've, I've, I've never flushed a live animal down it. No, not live. Uh, dead goldfish. Dead goldfish, yeah. yeah I've done that. Dead I, fish. I, I, I guess spider. I, I've, I think I've flushed a live spider. But ticks? It was just I've flushed live ticks down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. But oh, yeah. I think they're probably and, even going to survive that. And enjoyed watching that, but they were in no way a, an emotional support animal. <laughs> no one had to convince me to do that. That was the right thing to do. <laughs> Dan, I think that, too, will become a new phrase in the English language, a new insult, if you will. Mm. Ah, flush it. <laughs> flush it, yeah. We're, we're going to have to get a flushing sound on our soundboard there. Coming right up. It's like when you hit a flavor profile that's just out of this world, you know, he's, no, that's totally wrong. Flush. Next week. I'm putting go, that down on my list of things yourself. to do. Mm, Toilet good. flush for Dan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, um, you know, we had our big interview with Eric last week, mm -hmm. and so um, him and his one-word answers. Him yeah, and his one-word answers. <laughs> yes, it was it was great. What do you think of it? Uh, nice. Yeah. 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 Good. yeah. A good cigar. Yes. It's a good cigar. Yes. Good. Does it go good with vodka? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, he needed more drinks. Yes. It's usually better he, than that. You want something else? Yes. No, it was. It was. <clears throat> It was a good. It was a good thing. But uh, we're going to do Miles with Styles this week. We haven't heard from her in a couple of weeks, mm -hmm. and uh, she's got something in there for us. Let's hear what she has to say. Aloha! This week I visited Tobaccos of Hawaii, where they sell fine cigars and other smoking needs. The staff was friendly, and one of the guys even knew about the ash holes. I told them I was Michelle, and they gave me a warm welcome. I was told to pass along their admiration for your show and how great they think it is. Besides this sideline stop, I pushed hard on my board and in the gym. I'm back on my competition diet, which actually means more foods, higher protein, and less fat. But I did cheat once by visiting Punaloo Bake Shop, which is near the green sand beach of Hawaii always filled with cookies and treats to tantalize the senses. It's a welcome taste extravaganza. I hope you all are well. Next week, it's back to the cold for me and another outdoor shoot with Cabela's. So for the remainder of this week, it will be all about my board and, of course, listening to my favorite show, The Ash Holes. <laughs> I missed Oliver last week. He is supposed to be my eye candy. <laughs> Hopefully he's there today because I need some encouragement in the form of sexy. <laughs> Love you guys. Fresh out of that today. so. <laughs> this has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Ash Holes. <laughs> on the United Podcast Network. Dan, didn't she send you some cigars recently that we have yet to experience? Yes, she did. She sent me some uh, cigars from the... Uh, um, co uh, I can't even remember the, the name of the company. Co well, I haven't seen it, so... Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it, she sent these... Um, so Hawaiian while, tobacco. While right? I... In them. While I it was a, the sizes. I will get the information from the box, but you know Hawaiian names—they're all over the place. I can't even pronounce them. But anyway, she did send. They were. It was a um, uh, six by fifty-four ring gauge uh, cigars, and they've been resting in my humidor for a while. I did not know, you know, what 
you know, uh, how they were kept before. And, of yep. course, they were shipped from, from Hawaii. Anything that's been you shipped, you want to be careful. You, you want to be careful. Of anything right out so of the box. Yeah. they've been sitting in my humidor for about a month yep, now. Should be good to go. So I've yeah. had a couple, and you know what? They're good. Okay. And um, I have arranged, I've already gotten uh, pre-approval to have them on the show. So uh, I believe uh, sometime in March we're going to be smoking those. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be very, very good. Yeah. I'm good always amazed them. when I hear somebody's heard of us before. <laughs> you know, she said, oh, they've heard of the Ashland. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, when I have friends that say, hey, I hear you're on a podcast, I'm shocked. All the way, <laughs> <laughs> All the way over in Hawaii. Stuff, so. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it, it, you know for, not for nothing, but I mean, we're after you know the the cigar authority is the number one podcast about cigars yep. in the world and they've been going for 8 years and yeah. they've been going for 8 years and they are much 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 bigger than us but um we're right, getting there we're getting there and you know we're we're up there we're we're at 10,000 downloads a show now yeah. it's wow. it's unbelievable it's just and I have not no real I, to me it's I have no like, idea why that's happening <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know what's you know what's interesting and this is something else a, a number of, of people have said that we're uh, one of the things that people like about our podcast is that we review the cigar while we're smoking it hmm. Now, I don't listen to a lot of cigar podcasts, but uh, apparently that's not often done. Yeah, I know there's a few others, and they, they'll, they'll smoke one cigar, and they'll talk about it a little bit while mm-hmm. they're doing it, and then they review a bunch of other cigars that they've had throughout the week, which is mm-hmm. it's fine. There's nothing wrong with na- that. Yeah, nothing yeah, wrong with it at all. It's like, yeah, let's hear about more cigars. But the, the idea of really focusing on a review live as you're smoking it hmm. is apparently not that common. Hmm. And um, is one of the one of the things that attracts people to the show. Well, we're going to keep doing it. So. Yep. yep. Dan, Seeing I, as that's our. We're stick. not creative enough to change it. So. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> Dan, I had an experience with uh, somebody recognizing me on the show very early on. I had just started doing the show, hmm. and I ran into a cigar acquaintance, and he said, yes. well, "I didn't know you were on that show." Uh, and I said, "Well, I just started. It's brand new, and yep. I'll work my way in." And he said, "Well, say hi to your friend Dan the Manhole." <laughs> a manhole. Dan the Manhole. Well, Whoa. if he's Dan the Man and he's an ashhole, then I guess that qualifies him as being You're the Manhole. Dan the, the manhole. manhole. Not the sewage under there. No, no, no sewage there. Just <laughs> all right. Just a few cigar butts. Of all the nicknames you've given me, I think that's the probably manhole. the Whoa. one I like the least. Yeah, I, that's, although it's probably that's the, the one that everyone is going to remember. Yeah. <laughs> and the one you'll hear the most. And right. the one like, I'll hear that sounds the most. like a nickname you give to like a buddy that had a bad night of drinking and you're like, oh, you're, you're manhole now. It's where you wound up sleeping the last night. Oh, my goodness. Well, true um, story, because I said it. Michelle is off to Cabo St. Lucas tomorrow. A rough life, huh? Yeah, a rough <laughs> life. And I feel so... Although it's warming up out here. So now, she, she, mentioned, she mentioned uh, the, the green, green Sand Beach. Yeah, you know, I, I had a friend that recently was there, uh, and I had never heard of it before. Mm. Um, very interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, Michelle, if you're listening, and I know you are, at the, if not live, at some point, I want to see a picture of this green sand beach. I, you know, I have. If, if it's I not am a bright assuming, green, but I'm assuming there's that there's some kind of green tinge to the sand. Otherwise, why would you call it green sand beach? Well, you get that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, black sand beaches are black. I mean, up, up here beach. we have, you know, in, in uh, Beverly we have singing beach. Singing beach, and that's you know, a fun, the, the, fun time. The reason it's called singing beach is the the sand there is so fine that as you you know step in it, it actually squeaks yeah. and makes this singing. You like shuffle your feet and yeah, it's got a little squeak to and it. It's like ooh, yeah, singing beach. So yeah. I'm assuming it's. A same kind of thing. Something. I don't know. I've yeah. never been to Hawaii myself. Have you ever been to Hawaii? No, I haven't, but I, it's on my list. I want to definitely your list. get out there. Yeah. I would yeah. love to get out there someday. Very, very good. So if you're listening, I'd like to see a picture. We'll put it up. Yeah, green we'll sand. Maybe it just makes people nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> what makes it green? That's it's the like, next question. It's like what, it has an aroma that just causes it to green vomit and turn and, green. And, <laughs> and uh, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Yeah. Is it like a man-made... Green. Yeah, I doubt it would be man-made. That'd yeah, be, that would be gross. That'd be weird. I'm it's like, oh, it's thing. algae. You know. It's probably chlorophyll-based, and that's where it gets its green from. Know, maybe yeah. the one spot on Earth where, where, some sand, kind of mineral. Yeah. where sand and chlorophyll form a union. Like we form a union on this particular show. We call it confusion. <laughs> the confusion union. Of, of the confusion union, of, of which we're very good at, as our listeners will note. Yes, yes. Well, you know, it is... 
unfiltered, unprepared, unscripted. Relatively unprepared. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, yes. it's unrehearsed. unrehearsed. We can say that. Unrehearsed. We prepare. Radio. We, we kind of know our general yeah. directions. But, yes, general. But, yeah. Because it would be horrible if we were just like, so uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to talk uh, about? It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, you know, this cigar, getting, getting back to the Perdomo uh, Abano, Bourbon barrel aged, sun grown, epicure breath. Um, the creaminess is coming back. Yeah. For yeah. Me. And a lot of Same that here. strength that I was feeling about halfway through, it's kind of gone back down. And that creaminess has settled back in. It, the, it, it, the spiciness has gone back down. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's great. It's not a super complex cigar as far as like transitions throughout the cigar, but the flavors that you get are, there's, there's a bit of complexity there in each puff. Yeah. So there's all these different flavors going on uh, and they just kind of trade places as you're going along. Right. 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 Uh, Really enjoyable. It's gotten very smooth and creamy. Mm. Yes, it has. And I admire that in the cigar. Now, I believe, Stu, this is the first time you've had this cigar. That's correct. Uh, is this a cigar that you would have again? Yes. Why so? Nice one more answer. Because it just for the <laughs> yeah. reasons I just gave. Uh, <laughs> I know. What, it, what, else, what are we expecting? It, no, it's really? a very smooth yeah. and creamy cigar, and I admire that in a cigar. When I smoke a cigar, that's what I look for. And smooth I, and creamy. Smooth hmm. and creamy, and when it gets down uh, to that last third, mm-hmm. uh, that's usually when it comes out, and that's the part of the cigar I enjoy the most. All right. Valid reason. There you go. So, because, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, there's no I'm invalid reason. So. I'm liking it lots, just like this program. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, so, Aaron, final thoughts on this cigar? Uh, no, I'm giving a definite thumbs up, a big thumbs up. This is a regular for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is It's probably my favorite out of the Perdomo line. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always, you know, consistently good. There's just enough complexity in that those each puff to keep you interested the whole time. Yeah. Uh, just a great cigar overall. Is this a, a cigar that you're going to leave here when you're done or take with you? Oh, no, I'm finishing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. Big thumbs up from Pastor Padron here. Um, kind of like Aaron, this is one of my favorite cigars uh, that Perdomo makes. I've loved it since it came out. Um, it's got, you know, you know, I'm typically smoking more full-bodied, uh, stronger cigars. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not what you want all the time. And this cigar is great in that it has so much flavor and so much going on. It's got that spice that I love, but it is, you know, not the, it's this much more complex kind of spice mm-hmm. to it. And uh, that, again, that mulled cider kind of spice, that that, that picture really has stuck with me. Mm. Um, you know, kind of a red pepper going on, uh, and it, you know, the way it transitions from, you know, being a more creamy cigar to a more richer, oaky uh, cigar and then back. You know, again, it's, it's not that it's super complex, mm-hmm. but there's enough changing going on with the flavors there that it stays interesting for the, yes. the hour or so that it yeah. takes. And if you're a full-body cigar. cigar smoker, you're not going to be disappointed with it. No. If you're a new smoker, it might be a little bit too much for you right. nicotine-wise. Uh, but for anybody, if you just normally smoke... You know, mild cigars, you, you wouldn't be knocked on your butt. Right. Now, the Connecticut version of this would be a great cigar for somebody who's new. Yep, the Connecticut. It, although that does have a little bit of strength to it, it as does, well. Um, but it's it's not a super strong but not, cigar. Yeah, not going to knock you on your butt. Yeah. Um, and actually, each one of these, the, the wrappers, it's, they're very significantly different. Mm-hmm. So the, the Connecticut Shade and the Maduro. Maduro is a great cigar as well. Mm-hmm. Um, very different flavor profiles. There's, there's a little bit of commonality, but it's like they're very distinct. Yeah, yeah, they're very, very different cigars. Um, next week, we're going to go and do something that we have not done. We have not, I believe, done on this show any cigar from Rocky Patel. Which is, is kind of crazy because Rocky Patel is a huge brand. Right, and he <laughs> so. makes a billion different cigars. Although, <laughs> although we did have the Hamlet, which we did have technically the Hamlet, is, is Rocky is owned Patel. By Rock, it's owned by Rocky so Patel. Owned but, that's, by, but, yeah. but that's not his normal thing. No, it's not a normal <laughs> line. You know, normally, you know, when you have a Rocky Patel, it's like, okay, this is a Rocky, this, yeah. that. The Hamlet was completely different. Yes. I never would have, if I had not known it was Rocky Patel, I yeah, you probably would wouldn't have, guess. Never would have, never would have Different guessed. blunder. Yeah. But we are going to be smoking the, um, 
2006 vintage series Toro, which is their mm-hmm. San Andreas wrapper song, uh, 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 cigar that just came out recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to that. That's right. They uh, premiered that at the 2017 IPCPR, correct? correct? Yep. 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 So it just came out last year and looking forward to that. So go to your local brick and mortar and pick one of those up to smoke with us. If they don't have it, you can always go. Which would be surprising. Which would be very surprising because kind of like Perdomo, Rocky Patel is everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can always uh, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two twoguyscigars.com and make sure you have one next week uh, and smoke along with us. All right? You have been listening to The Ashholes, unfiltered cigar radio broadcasting from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you can download this or any other episode you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We'll see you next week when we do the Rocky Patel 2006 Toro. and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.